Welcome to Thoughts on Thriving, a holistic lifestyle and wellness podcast that's here to help you become the healthiest, happiest, most aligned version of yourself. I'm your host, Ava, a registered dietitian in training and health and wellness junkie. I'm so excited to have you here as I dive deep into meaningful conversations covering topics from nutrition and mental health to spirituality and self-development and everything in between with experts in many fields. I'm so happy you're choosing to learn how to thrive today. Let's get into the show. Hi guys, welcome back to Thoughts on Thriving. Today's episode is going to be a quick solo episode just with me about productivity. That is today's topic. And I wanted to talk about this because I posted a couple days ago on my Instagram that I've been in a very productive phase of my life in a very focused, disciplined stage where I'm studying a lot. Right now I am studying for the RD exam. So I've been in school to become a registered dietitian for quite some time now. And I'm in my second to last semester of grad school getting my master's in clinical nutrition And this is the semester since I just finished all of my clinical training at the hospital that I am studying for the RD exam, my board exam. So it's it's a lot right now. I'm doing that. I'm also full time in grad school. I'm also doing this and just trying to be a person. So it's a lot. I've had to come up with a lot of different ways to get creative with my time and also with my productivity and just kind of increase my output. So I was mentioning that I've been taking Magic Mind every day for the last 14 days for the 14 Days of Magic Challenge on this Instagram post, which I will get into later in this episode. Magic Mind is a sponsor of this episode. But I also said, you know, I've learned a lot of tools throughout my life. I've been a student for a very long time at this point. And I also just kind of have always been someone who, for better or for worse, has put like a lot of emphasis on productivity, getting shit done and being an executor. So I wanted to share some of my tips. So I'm just sharing from my experience what's worked for me, what hasn't worked for me and what has been working for me, especially lately where I've literally had to be the most productive I've ever been in my life. So that is what we're going to be talking about today. I'm just going to get into the list. I wrote a bunch of things down and I'm just going to kind of go through them with you all and hopefully you get something out of this. I tried to come up with stuff that isn't like mainstream. So I hope you learn something new, take something away from this episode. So I can't have a conversation about productivity and getting shit done without talking about my to-do lists. So this is obviously nothing new, but if you know me in real life, if you've ever met me, you know I'm obsessed with my notes app and I literally live by my notes app and I put my to-do lists in there. I make a weekly to-do list and I kind of write down all the days of the week, maybe even of the week after. So I have like a high level view of what I need to do and then I make daily to-do lists for every day and I literally write down every single thing I need to do that day down to making my bed like that's how psycho I am and the reason for that is that when you write little things like that down and check them off you're feeling more productive I'm sure you've heard this before you know like it's like that momentum of checking things off the list I'm sure you've felt it before too but if you haven't, like seriously try it because checking things off the list is so satisfying and writing even the little things down and then getting them done kind of keep keeps you in that momentum of getting stuff done. And I just could not recommend using the notes app enough. I mean, 
the only thing is you have to be you have to remember to go on it. It's not going to remind you. So some people like to use the reminders app on the phone so that it gives you a notification. But I literally am always on my notes app. Like I, I'm not ever going to forget to go on it. So if you're like me and always just kind of checking, the notes app is perfect. It literally has my entire life in there and I make lists for everything, not just to like to-do lists. And when you're making a to-do list, one thing I like to do is to bold the most important things I need to get done so that they kind of stand out to me when I look at it. And another thing is that I like to start my day by studying my to-do list. So I like to look at it, get a picture of my day, kind of visualize my day before I start my day because it just kind of sets the tone and allows me to internalize what I need to get done so that it's not really something I have to think about. It's more like, okay, this is how the day is going to go and this is what we're going to get done. And obviously, like, this is for those more productive times in your life, the times where you're maybe trying to focus on work or start your business or just be super disciplined about something or study. Like, for me, I'm a student right now. So I know there's not really much spontaneity in writing out every single hour of your day but for certain phases of life I think that that's necessary so that's where I'm coming from with this and I I do try to have days where I just don't have a to-do list or my to-do list to-do list is very minimal like on the weekends and things like that so that I can get a break but it really is a tool that has always helped me and I also like to only bold or prioritize like a few things three to four things and stick to them because if I have way too many things I get so overwhelmed in the morning so that's a pretty basic thing to do I think studying your to-do list in the morning like I was saying isn't really that talked about and I think that's a really really good tool and I know that a lot of very successful people do things like that and visualization is really powerful so even if you're just in the morning meditating take a few minutes at the end of your meditation if you're listening to a guided meditation to just sit there in silence and visualize how you want your day to go because I promise that will help so so much speaking of meditation that's actually my next productivity tip which doesn't really seem like it's a productivity tip but meditating before my day starts like I'm always more productive when I take 10 to 15 minutes it doesn't have to be so long to just sit down in silence with myself with my thoughts before I get into my work and just not think about anything and meditation isn't always not thinking about things thoughts are going to come up but the silence and the, the the act of sitting with yourself and just having that time to go inward before you go outward and exert yourself and try to produce in the world and in whatever you're doing is so so important and I think that it's very underrated so I used to kind of like let meditation be the first thing to go when I got busy it's like okay I have so much to do today like I'm not going to meditate that and working out I used to not prioritize as much earlier on in college and things like that and now that I have and that there's such priorities I do not miss those things in the mornings before I get started on my day I feel like I'm so much more effective when I do go sit down to study or do work or whatever I need to do. And with meditation, you can habit stack. So uh, the book Atomic Habits by James Clear, he talks about habit stacking. So adding things in where you're already doing things. So if it's like you're already brushing your teeth every day, stack that with something else so it's like after you brush your teeth you go and meditate it's like adding to things that you're already doing so you can make it a habit 
Um, you can also have it stuck in a different way where it's like you're doing multiple things at once. So with meditation, you could, I don't know, you could do like if you're into skincare, you could do a face mask while you meditate because that's, you know, you don't have to try to do that. You're sitting there and the mask is doing its job. Or you could listen to a motivating podcast while eating your breakfast, things like that, where you're not wasting extra time by trying to do things one at a time. Once again, it's like it's not bad to do things one at a time. But when we're talking about maximizing efficiency, that is something that I try to do as well is like make every minute count. And then another tip I have is to bookend your day with enjoyable things so that in the middle is when you can be the most productive. So I don't know if this would work for everyone, but for me, I really need to make the beginning and end of my day really enjoyable and things to look forward to so that I can go to bed looking forward to my morning and then I can end my studying and like have something to look forward to at night. So I have a really solid morning routine that I set myself up for my day with and I do all the things I say I want to do so that I don't have to think about them during the day. So I do my meditation, I work out, I go for my morning walk and visualize my day and I do all these the little things, my skincare, my I eat my breakfast, I drink coffee, all these things. So I really think that my mornings are like sacred and I treat them that way and I try to get everything that I need to get done in that sense done in the morning so that the rest of the day I can just focus on what I need to focus on and then at the end of the night I have a wind down routine to help me kind of get in the zone for bed so I listen to relaxing music I listen to like spa music and I'll put on my red light bulb so that my room isn't filled with bright uv light and bright blue light And I'll FaceTime a loved one. I'll do things that kind of bring me joy in the morning and at night so that during the day I can stay productive, stay on task, and not have to think about doing anything else. Okay, so when it comes to when I'm actually trying to get work done and sit down and study or do work or whatever it is that I need to get done, there's two things that really help me like actually focus on the task at hand and the first thing that I've been obsessed with is listening to frequency like hertz music that is specific for focus so there's binaural beats I think that's how you say it that are specific frequencies of sounds basically and you can listen to them to optimize whatever you want to optimize so there's different ones for sleep there's ones for happiness there's things for calmness and then there's binaural beats to help you focus and help you kind of increase your concentration and so the lower frequencies I think it's like 14 to 30 you can check but that's what I when I was searching that's kind of the range for um the the frequencies that are more linked to increased concentration and alertness and focus. So I like the specific artist on Spotify called Miracle Tones. Miracle Tones on Spotify has a ton of different albums and you can just click on the one that you want. So there's a specific album for concentration, I think it's called, or focus, I can't remember. And my favorite one on there is the 14 Hertz and that just really helps me get into the zone. Um, I also love the app superhuman it's a meditation app that I love for different types of meditation and there's these just music meditations that are basically just frequencies that you can listen to and they're like an hour long so I'll play one of those for an hour and they have like 
ones for different purposes, like I said. So I listen to the one that is for concentration and focus, and that really helps me get into the zone. And I literally forget about everything else that's going on and just focus on what I have in front of me, which is pretty incredible. It literally works so well. And if you don't want to go on Spotify or download that app I was just talking about, you can also just go on YouTube and there's a ton of different you know, YouTube videos that has those frequency sounds. So you, if you just search like frequencies for focus, I'm sure you'll find a ton of options. Okay, so aside from the frequencies, I also love to take brain boosting supplements to get me more focused, more in the zone. So there's a class of supplements known as nootropics. There's been a lot more research on them lately. Caffeine, for example, is a nootropic, but so is something like green tea extract and L-theanine, which is a compound in green tea, or ginkgo biloba, an herb that has brain-boosting effects, or ginseng or rhodiola. These are all kind of supplements, herbs that help boost your focus, your productivity, your concentration, and your cognitive function. So I love playing around with these. I do want to just kind of disclaim that you know, check with your doctor, check with your dietitian, whatever, to make sure that you're taking the right supplements for you. And don't ever take anything if you're on other medications, because these herbs can have interactions with them, which is something that I am learning about right now in school is like a ton of different drug nutrient interactions. But if you are cleared to be able to take stuff like this, I really, really recommend looking into it and just kind of researching for yourself and seeing if this would be something that works for you. In my experience, nootropics have really helped me. So my favorite nootropic right now is something that I mentioned in the beginning of this episode. It's a product called Magic Mind, which has nootropics in it, along with adaptogens and honey and some other ingredients that are carefully picked out to help give you the biggest boost in productivity. So Magic Mind is the world's first productivity drink. It is this little shot that you take before you're going to go do your work when you drink your coffee or maybe in place of coffee, you'll take it. And it's so, so good. It tastes like, I don't know, it tastes really good. I can't even explain it, but it is a little shot of nootropics and adaptogens. So it has these brain boosting compounds. It has rhodiola and phosphatidylserine and ashwagandha, cordyceps mushroom, these different compounds that all have brain boosting, cognitive function boosting effects. Um, There's also matcha green tea in there. So there's like 50 milligrams of caffeine in a bottle and some honey. So it's a little sweet, but it's so delicious. And it really helps me just kind of stay energized throughout my entire day. And I have been taking it for the last 14 days for the 14 days of magic challenge that I've mentioned in the last couple episodes. So I set a few goals for myself for this challenge in the last episode. So my main goal actually was to be really productive in my studying and to really get a lot of work done, use the magic mind to kind of streamline my studies, which I will say I have done and I have been very, very on top of things in the last couple weeks. And I don't think it's a coincidence that it's been during this challenge. And my other two goals were to read more, which I've definitely been doing, although it hasn't been books that I have been wanting to read. It's more stuff for school, but I did meet that goal technically. And then the other one was to sleep more, which I'm still working on. But I think the main one was to increase my output in terms of my studies and to just really start 
getting into the zone with the RD exam stuff. And I think that that definitely has happened. So I am really, really happy with the effects. And I mean, I've been using Magic Mind for longer than these 14 days, but consistently I have really, really noticed like a bigger impact after taking it 14 days straight. And I just feel much more balanced when I take Magic Mind. For example, I had an exam last night. I had a biochemistry midterm and I took a Magic Mind right before and I literally was just so calm and alert and focused during the exam. It was amazing. So if you want to feel that way in whatever you do, if you have to go to work or if you also are a student, whatever you want to focus on or just kind of be more present for and alert for, I highly, highly recommend Magic Mind. And if you weren't convinced already, there is the challenge going on still. So the 14 Days of Magic Challenge is still happening. You can buy your own pack of Magic Mind, take it for 14 days as well, and post on Instagram, TikTok, or YouTube with the hashtag 14 Days of Magic. And when you use that hashtag, Magic Mind is going to donate some money to the reforestation of the Amazon. So it's a win-win, and then you can submit your entry the post that you made to www.magicmind.co slash 14 days of magic and I will pick a winner out of everyone in my audience who used the hashtag to get a free three-month supply of magic mind which is worth let me see it's like over $250 which is amazing and then you'll be productive for three months straight so it'll be great and magic mind has given us a discount code as well so if you're interested in doing your 14 days of magic challenge then you can use the code thriving 14 for 20% off of your purchase at magicmind.co so highly highly recommend that definitely think you guys should all check it out and join me on this challenge because then by doing this you're also helping save the rainforest so all good things so going back to the episode and just my productivity tips nootropics are definitely a big one functional mushrooms kind of also fall into this so i love lion's mane which is actually in magic mind um, or i'll just take it on its own And I like to do like a mushroom blend, an adaptogenic mushroom blend. And sometimes I'll put that into my coffee. I used to do this more, but there's this mushroom powder that you can buy and put it into your coffee as well if you want all the benefits. Because, I mean, I could do literally a whole episode on adaptogens, but and I'd love to have like an expert on this topic on the podcast, but adaptogenic mushrooms there's a lot of different ones and they all kind of have different functions so some of them are brain boosting like lion's mane and others are more immune boosting others are more calming there's like so many different ones and they all adapt to what your body needs which is why it's called an adaptogen so those are all really great as well for productivity especially lion's mane i find that lion's mane is very very effective at least for my body in my experience and i would be remiss not to mention that coffee is now back in my life so i stopped drinking coffee around like a year and three months ago um for a lot of different reasons but i was drinking decaf coffee i just i love the taste of coffee so i would still drink decaf but around a month ago i brought coffee back into my life and my life has become so much better i missed it so much and coffee is just so good and i feel like it's just it was just so sad without it and i drink matcha literally every day um 
and I would have Magic Mind, of course, and they all helped. But just the taste of real coffee, it's so much better than decaf. So what I'll often do is actually take my Magic Mind with my coffee, which they recommend to do, or you can take it on its own. But coffee itself is incredible. And I just wanted to shout it out because coffee being back in my life is literally amazing. But another tip um, in terms of productivity is to drink your coffee after you eat your breakfast. So one thing that I've been experiencing a little bit more is like blood sugar changes. And I don't know if it's because my body's become more sensitive to it or what it is, but you're, I mean, if you're not familiar with what blood sugar is, it's basically what it sounds like. It's the sugars that you eat going into your bloodstream and you can have normal levels, high levels, low levels, and you want them to be in the normal range. So when you have high blood sugar, it's called hyperglycemia. Just like a quick little nutrition lesson for those. I guess it's not even nutrition. It's just physiology, I guess. But when you have caffeine on an empty stomach, that can raise your blood sugar. And that causes all these different symptoms that you don't really want. For me, I get super tired and like fatigued and I just have a lot of difficulty concentrating, which are very common symptoms of having high blood sugar. And you don't have to have diabetes or insulin resistance or anything like that to experience high blood sugar. Like I'm sure everyone listening to this has had an episode of hyperglycemia and just hasn't realized it. Most people have it most of the time and just aren't realizing it. So like if you eat a meal and instantly feel tired after, this happens a lot with lunch, I feel like, that's probably because your blood sugars aren't regulated. So what you can do is have a protein-filled breakfast, have protein at every meal, lean protein, which is something I've been experimenting with a little bit more, just having more protein in my diet and changing my diet up a bit to kind of go in line with being productive and just optimizing my energy more so. So having the coffee on an empty stomach, not great. But when you're having the coffee after you eat, it actually just kind of feels more balanced and makes me much more productive. Whereas when I have it before, especially because I like to eat fruit in the morning, it just wasn't making me feel good. And I will say having it after the breakfast has literally made me more energized after I eat and want to like start my day, start my studying. So that's kind of like a nutrition tip, but also it has to do with energy and productivity. So I thought I'd mention it to drink your caffeine after you eat. And so if you end up getting Magic Mind, take that after you eat as well, or at least try it, see how you feel. And really quickly, some other things you can do to stabilize and prevent blood sugar spikes is to take a walk after eating. That's been shown to reduce your blood sugar. Um, It's also been shown in some papers that you can drink like a tablespoon of apple cider vinegar in water before you eat, and that'll help prevent a blood sugar spike. Although I don't know how enjoyable that is for most people. But other things you can do is, like I said, add lean protein to every meal and make sure that protein is in every meal. And also having vegetables and fiber because fiber helps decrease the blood sugar spike. And so does healthy fat. So just making sure your meal isn't just straight up carbohydrates. And when you are having carbohydrates, having them with protein and fat to decrease the spike in blood sugar after eating them has been really important for me. And I think that's a really great tip that everyone can take away and very easy to implement. So that's something that not only has helped me feel good in my body and helped me with my health recently, but it's also something I've been doing to optimize my 
my brain power, my concentration, my productivity. So I thought I'd talk about that here. And on the topic of nutrition, the last kind of tip for productivity related to this is to meal prep. So I feel like I spent so much time before cooking and eating my meals and you might not relate to this. You might be someone who postmates every meal or like, I don't know, goes out to eat a lot. But for me, I like to eat home cooked meals, but that takes a lot of time. So it's so simple meal prepping, but the actual act of doing it and planning it into your schedule, whether it's like picking one or two days a week where you know you're going to do it. So I have specific days that, you know, I know this day is my meal prep day and making sure that you have the ingredients. So like going to the market once a week or if it's easier for you ordering them to your apartment, whatever you want to do so that you have the ingredients, you have the meals ready and you don't have to think about it during the week because during the day, I really, really don't like to waste time like cooking and eating and taking like a two hour lunch. Like I I can't do that right now. Um, Of course, I, I love doing that and I love taking my time and like cooking a nice meal but, you know, then you have to wash the dishes and then all this stuff. So it de- definitely takes up a lot of time. So meal prepping has definitely helped boost my my efficiency as well. So we've talked a lot about things that you can add in to become more productive and boost your concentration, your focus, your productivity. And whether it's the to-do lists or the meditation or the frequency music, the nootropics, the blood sugar tips, whatever you want to implement, those are all great or all of them. But there's also things I like to do that involve taking things away that I found have definitely helped me get in the zone and be productive that are worth mentioning. So the first thing is a content cleanse. So (laughs) I like to do this often, but What I'll do is I'll delete Instagram. I won't open my podcasts app. I won't go on literally anything that involves consuming content so that I can really be in my own energy and focus on what I need to get done. It has made me so much more productive. So for example, I had that midterm I was just talking about. I deleted Instagram for like five days and didn't go on it and I literally saved so much time and I feel like Whatever your thing is, whether it's checking sports or Instagram or maybe you're a TikTok person or podcasts even, which are great in theory, you know, I mean, I hope you're listening to this one and feeling more motivated and, you know, productive just by listening to this because you're getting these tips and you're learning something while you're maybe doing something else. But I find that when I'm trying to be very disciplined and concentrated. I don't like to have other people's ideas coming into my head. And especially when you're doing something like studying, this might be unique to me, but I don't like to have other things coming in that aren't the information I need to know. So I like to get as clear as possible without any added things from the outside. So whether that's other people's pictures on Instagram or, you know, other people's opinions on a podcast episode, or whether it's like, TV that is just kind of trash and just isn't adding anything to my life and isn't adding anything into my brain that's beneficial for that time. I don't like to consume any of that content and any of that stuff. So doing a little content cleanse, whether it's deleting an app that you go on a lot or not really taking in a lot of outside information has been really helpful for me for certain phases of life, especially the one I'm in right now. And 
being selective about what I am taking in has really, really helped. So that is just a reminder that you don't have to look at all the Instagram stories. You don't have to listen to all the podcasts. You don't have to do all those things because they actually end up, if you do too much consumption, taking away from your own energy, your own concentration, your own focus on your own stuff. So that's one thing I like to kind of take away And then the other thing is alcohol. So I know we talked about this in the last episode with Elizabeth from Absence of Proof, which if you haven't listened to that episode, it is a great one. It's the one right before this one. Elizabeth is the founder of Absence of Proof, and that is a New York City non-alcoholic bar pop-up. So we talk a lot about just the non-alcoholic space and life without alcohol in that episode. But I haven't drank in exactly one year in five days it'll be exactly a year and I feel like I have been so not only productive but just more present in my life and focused in my life in the last year than I ever have been and I do think that alcohol has a huge role in that because I'm not waking up feeling like I need to get over a hangover or feeling like shit like I it really really makes a difference and I'm able to wake up early I'm able to go do my workout I'm able to get my day started in a clear-minded state and I just don't think I would be able to say that if I was drinking even if it is just a little bit or if it's just once a week for me even that little bit held me back from being my best self. And that's not to say I'm never going to drink again, but for this time of my life, for this phase of my life, for the goals I have now, and just if you're looking to boost your productivity and just be more present in life, I highly, highly recommend just experimenting life without alcohol, doing a little experiment. This is how it started for me. I mean, I wasn't going to not, I didn't plan on not drinking for a year. It just kind of happened and I've never felt better. And it's, great for so many other reasons but specifically in the context of this episode I would not have been able to get the amount of stuff I got done this year and do what I wanted to do in my days if I had been drinking and you know don't trust me try me just literally try it for yourself and see how you feel I think that if you're used to drinking often it can kind of feel like, what am I supposed to do without it? Like, I that's my whole social life. But I promise there are ways to have fun without it. If you're interested, you should definitely listen to that episode that I was just mentioning. But that is kind of my final tip on how to just maximize your efficiency, be the most productive self you can be. And before I end this episode, I also just want to say that being productive is not the most important thing in life. I know I've been talking about it this whole time, but that's kind of the purpose of this episode. But it's so important not to put your worth into your productivity. And I know that I can fall into this a lot too. And I do a lot of work around the stories I tell myself, the stories I tell myself around being productive and being 100% efficient all the time and getting a lot done and putting my worth into my output where in reality, our worth is just inherent and we are all worthy beings and we don't need anything outside of ourselves to make us worthy, but we think that a lot of the times and we think that if we get more done and if we succeed and if we're successes in our careers and academic life or whatever it is that you're doing right now, that that will make you worthy, but it won't. And I just wanted to end this with the reminder that Of course, it's great to be productive. Of course, it's great to get things done and execute. But at the end of the day, be 
nice to yourself and be kind to your to your body be kind to your mind and don't take it too seriously of course there are phases of life and it's all temporary as well so make sure not to like lose sight of the more important things in life I think for me that's something that I'm really trying to do as well and I think that it's important just to check yourself and remember that productivity is not the end-all be-all and it's okay if you have a day where you don't do as much as you wanted to do and just to kind of focus on how fast you can get back to that best version of yourself that's doing all the things instead of being so hard on yourself for not being that person. I think it's much more important how fast you get back to that state and also how nice you are to yourself and the way that you speak to yourself when you are in those spaces. So with that, I hope this helped. I hope you got something out of this episode. And if you liked it, please let me know over on Instagram at thoughts.on.thriving. You can go ahead and follow me there. And if you like this podcast, make sure to give it a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. That really, really helps. And don't forget to use the code thriving14 at magicmind.co to get your magic mind and join me on the 14 Days of Magic Challenge. I hope you all have an incredible rest of your day whenever you're listening to this and I will talk to you in the next episode in a couple weeks. Bye!